Hey y'all, welcome to Beautifully Healthy. I am Dr. Allison Key and of course joined by Erica Smith. Hello. Best PA on the planet. Um, we are excited today to have our friend Ashley Muir here. Yeah. Welcome Ashley. Thank you. She is a phenomenal massage therapist. How long have you been a massage therapist? I have been a massage therapist for seven years. So I'm going on my eighth year now. Awesome. awesome. I'm a big believer in massage. And honestly, the idea of everything we do of 316 Healthcare and the spa side of everything was born during a massage. Like it just <laughs> is a total reset for me. And obviously, like everything else self-care related, I have not done it often enough for myself. Yes. And that's key is doing it regularly, doing it often. So our 20 going into 2021, we're putting that dreaded 2020 behind us. And we're our first few podcasts of the year are sort of focused on taking better care of yourself. You know, we've been through some rough times. We're living through a pandemic. It's kind of crazy out mm-hmm. there. It's not there's been some wonderful good things happen, but some hard things too. And I think we underestimate the effects that even if you've been healthy and your loved ones have been healthy, just this, the whole year was crazy and stressful and we were all bombarded. And I think we underestimate the effects that that has on us physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Absolutely. And uh, so massage, like the whole theory behind it is that um, your body can manifest stress into your muscles. I mean, stress itself will cause you to have other ailments for and sure oh yeah i think as a I woman all the time i can feel it in my neck yes I feel yeah. it in my shoulders yes. i think as women especially i'm sure this is true for men but i can only speak as experienced mm-hmm. as a woman i feel like when times are really stressful you just keep going mm-hmm. you keep putting one foot in front of the other you keep doing the things you have to do you keep taking care of your family you keep taking care of things at work you just you just keep going and you sort of like press the stress down you don't really I mean, I guess some women cry or, or do this or do that, but I'm not really, a, if y'all see me crying, I'm going to cry all day long. It's going to be a day full of tears. <laughs> like I'm going to let the floodgates are going to open, but you almost sort of suppress that emotion. And if you do that long enough, it's going to manifest itself physically mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. And so a lot for a lot of women, it's fatigue or chronic pain or muscle pain or headaches, whatever. And so much of that can be alleviated with massage. Absolutely. So, I mean, with massage, what we want to do is get you on the table and we want to get you relaxed, but that's not the only thing that we do. Like relaxation is just the basis of massage, uh, but we can go so much further than that. So we want to get you in there. We want to get you to calm down, get your parasympathetic nervous system going. um, And we want you to tell us what's going on. So if you're having headaches or if you're having neck and shoulder pain, you can tell us what's going on with that. And we will get you in there and focus on those areas, but we'll also do full body if we need to. So really what happens is we'll get someone on the table. We'll ask them all these questions about what's going on with them. Uh, So if you tell us that you have headaches or you have migraines, we're going to focus on those areas. We're going to um, basically customize each massage to what you need. And yes, relaxation massage is great. But like I said, we can go so much further than that. So like when I come in, I always joke like, Y'all talk about deep tissue and all this. I'm like, oh, no, 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 I just want to be petted. Like, I literally want to lay on this bed with a bed warmer on. I want you to pet me, you know? Like, I just want to be able to relax for a minute. But there's more important things. Like, you get more benefit out of it 
if you let you guys do your job and absolutely and of course like if you can't handle the pressure then everything can be customized to what you need so i will still do some stretching with you if you can't handle deep tissue we will customize that to be lighter massage for you but we can also still manipulate the tissue so that you are comfortable but we're also being effective at the same time um we want to do advanced techniques, something that's not going to be necessarily painful or um, strenuous on you. So like cupping is one of the best things for someone who can't handle a lot of deep pressure. So cupping is a negative pressure technique where the tissue is actually pulled up and away from itself. And that will alleviate a lot of stuff that you can't handle positive pressure, meaning pushing down on the tissue. So the negative pressure actually pulls it away. And then we can manipulate the tissue from there. I really want to try that because I really do like the deep tissue. I get a little like, ah, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it hurts, you know, I'm tender, but, um, cupping is like an ancient technique, right? Absolutely. Like an I'm- Asian kind of Um, And it's been modernized as well. So it is an ancient uh, Chinese medicine. It was used with like glass and fire to create the suction. Suction. Um, I remember the only thing I learned about it in medical school was like, it's not a sign of child abuse, you know, because I mean, really, (laughs) like you would learn that if they had these circles. Perfectly circular. On their back, it's, it's, you know, a an alternative medicine kind of thing and it's not a sign of child abuse. <laughs> exactly. Um, so does modern day cupping, does it leave bruises or anything like that? Yes. So we use silicone cups and then we also have plastic cups that use like a little suction mm-hmm. syringe kind of thing to mm-hmm. it, but it will leave some markings. Not everyone gets markings. Most people do. Some are darker than others. Some last longer than others, but none of that is painful. It won't be like a bruise that's sensitive to the It touch. all goes away. Mm-hmm. It's just the capillaries filling up with some blood, but sure. it's not painful at all. Um, now, there are different techniques that you can do with cupping. There is myofascial cupping, which would be moving the cup over the skin like dragging it across Mm. now that can be a little bit more uncomfortable uncomfortable just because the fascia tissue is being like really moved more than it would like to so it can be kind of sensitive in that regard but most of the time we always like check in with the patient and make sure that they're comfortable with what's going on if you say that it's too much we'll stop in our tracks and we will try to Find something else that works for you. I definitely want to try that at some point. Yeah. It sounds like it would feel good. Mm-hmm. You do it just on the back? Or can no. you do it on any muscle group? We do it everywhere. So for me personally, I work on the chest, trying mm-hmm. to um, move from the center of the chest out to the shoulder blades, kind of correcting posture, moving the shoulder blades back. Nice. Yeah. What is uh, reflexology? It's another thing you guys do a lot. Okay. So reflexology is another ancient Chinese medicine, and it is where the pressure points in the feet are reflected to different organs in the body. So say for instance, your big toe is a reflection of the brain. So with us working on that specific area, we can essentially um, send positive reflections to the brain. Um, improve mental clarity, um, decrease stress, so on and so forth. Is it a similar, similar in principle or philosophy, I guess, like acupuncture? Yes. 
uses Very much. those same kind of tracks. Yeah, they're actually acupressure points. Okay. So you have the same re- reflexology points in your hands and in your ears. And so um, I do that as well. But what we advertise is reflexology of the feet. However, if someone were to ask for it, I would be happy to work on the hands and the ears as well. So is it better like if a patient comes in like me? I honestly, what I know about these things I've learned from you guys. Is it better for you to come in and be like, I want a 55 minute deep tissue massage with reflexology, or is it better to come in kind of open-minded and say, these are the issues I'm having. And I really just want to lay on this table and pet me, but you do what you think needs to be done to make me feel better. I think both. So if you are well-versed in massage where you've had several different uh, types of massage, you've tried all of our add-ons already and you know what you want, absolutely go for that. Like I know for sure I want hot stones. I know for sure I want reflexology. But if you've never tried any of these things or you are not, uh, you don't get regular massage, then I would say if you're coming into our office and you are just like, you know, I don't really know what it is that I want, tell us that. Say, I would like to try a couple of different things. Um, Me and Allie and Kaylee, the other massage therapists here, we all will like let you sample hot stones. And if you want to try to see what the cupping is like, we'll throw a couple of cups on you and say, uh, do you like that sensation? Is this something that you want to continue with? And then there you go. You know that that's what you're going to get that day. But you don't have to choose before you get there or tell us up front. You can always say halfway through a massage, like, you know what? I'm kind of cold on the table. I want hot stones now and we'll take care of you. So what's the difference in benefit of like hot stones versus the cold stones? Um, so hot stones, uh, it can be relaxation based. So obviously heat is really, really good for getting you zoned out and making you nice and sleepy, but Hot stones can also be extremely beneficial to um, warming up the muscle tissue. So if you are a sensitive person, you would probably benefit from doing hot stones and receiving deep tissue. So we would warm you up with the hot stones first, and then we can actually get deeper into the muscle because it's not resisting as much now that it's soft. Um, As far as the cold stones go, the cold stones are good for reducing inflammation. It's good on a nice hot summer day where you want something that's, I guess, refreshing. So if you're looking for that side of relaxation, the refreshing side is just as relaxing as the heat. Do, okay, then we also offer essential oils. Are there certain essential oils you use or is it also dependent kind of on symptoms and and whatever? So the way I like to do essential oils is not so much about like what the packaging says that it's good for. Um, our senses usually tell us what we need. So I have my clients come in And if they are requesting essential oils, I have them smell all of the different ones. We can make up a blend. So if you like two or three of them, we'll blend those together. But if there's something that is really offensive to you, for instance, uh, some people don't like peppermint. If that's offensive, that's definitely not something that your body needs. Um, However, if you are looking for certain 
um, results from your essential oils. Like if you do want headache relief or you are looking for help with digestion or so on and so forth, we can tell you which of those essential oils are going to help best with that. But I would still let you have like the sniff test before you put it onto your body or inhale it for an hour Mm -hmm. because it may not be something that you are going to mesh well with. Like frankincense is very Mm -hmm. offensive to me. Mm -hmm. Yes. I patchouli just, people yeah hate patchouli yeah <laughs> but i, I think love that it. was the one that was the other day or there was one the other day that i'm like what is that smell <laughs> <laughs> somebody loved it but yeah. I, yeah. I can tolerate it it's funny how everybody's kind of different in that regard okay this is kind of a maybe a hoodoo voodoo question if somebody comes in blind and just lays down the table mm-hmm. doesn't talk to you could you assess them and treat them based on yes on your Whatever you do as an assessment, as a massage service. Yes and no. So if I were to get someone and they have told me absolutely nothing about themselves, the first thing I'm going to do is start off light and I'm going to start off slow. That way I don't offend their body. They don't tense up to my touch. But I could possibly find areas of tension or stress in their shoulders or I I notice that their calves for some reason are super tight. I might do some stretching, but it's not going to be the best massage I've ever given. The more information that we have from a patient, the better we will be able to assess their issues. So if someone is coming in and they tell me every single detail about what they've had going on in the past, uh, if they've had an injury or if they have lack of range of motion in their shoulders or their hips or something like that, I'll be able to work around those areas way better than if you didn't tell me that that was what was going on with you. What about CBD massages? Do you like doing those? Do you think they're effective? I think that they are effective. I usually use it on people who have a lot of inflammation in their joints. That's what I see Mm. the most effects with. So knees, hips, lower back works great for lower back, um, where like the sacrum and the the glutes meet. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of people respond well to that area. Neck and shoulders, like headaches are really well affected by the CBD oil. Um, As far as like overall just using it, just to use it, it's absolutely not going to hurt you, but it's, I would say you would definitely want to use this if you're having inflammation in your joints. If you're having muscle pain, using it in just that one specific area would probably work, but general tension is going to help you relax, but it's not necessarily going to relieve that kind of pain. What other kind of add-ons are there? We've got about reflexology, hot stones, cold stones. Prenatal. You enjoy prenatal. Yeah, you prenatal. do. That's your kind of your, yeah. That's yeah. your specialty. Your go-to. So uh, prenatal massage is for anyone after 12 weeks of pregnancy. The first 12 weeks or the first trimester is... Um, contraindicated just because it can affect your system. We don't want to have any negative effects of that. So after 12 weeks, what we like to do is get you on the table, assess what's going on. Usually it's like lower back hips, sometimes the neck and shoulders just from growing in general, you know, your posture changes and the feet. But like I said, there are contraindications throughout the entire pregnancy and the feet is one of those until the last week or so of pregnancy. And that's when a lot of people are like, heck yes, I can finally get in and get my feet massaged with pregnancy. And that's when we see a lot of women come in. But yeah, prenatal is awesome. It's great for all kinds of stuff. So uh, just 
reducing stress, reducing blood pressures, because blood pressure goes up during pregnancy significantly. So you definitely want to keep that under control. Um, but yeah, pregnancy is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, it's you lay on your side. I don't know if you guys, have you ever had a prenatal mm-hmm. massage before? Mm-hmm. So it's way more comfortable in my opinion because you lay on your side, you get to get wrap, your, yes. yeah, wrap yourself around a nice big body pillow and then someone just rubs on you for a whole hour. So as you progress into the later months of your pregnancy, the deeper we can go with massage as well, if that's something that you want. But uh, yeah, a lot of pregnant women are like, most people just like pet me and it's, (laughs) there's nothing to it. I just feel like I'm not getting anything out of these massages, but I really believe like getting in there and getting lots of deep tissue in while you can, because you know, once you have the baby, when are you going to really have time to come back? (laughs) Things change. That's for sure. (laughs) That is for sure. Um, how often in a perfect world should somebody get a massage in a perfect world? I would say once a month, or more, if you have the capability of coming back twice twice a month, absolutely. Um, I would say no less than once every three months. Basically, after three months, you are putting yourself back to square one with massage. Starting all over. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it really is just that one month, and you are starting from square one, depending on your stress level. So, um, we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if you have high stress, I would definitely recommend coming in at least once a month. And personally, I would say go ahead and grab the 90-minute massage with hot stones and a couple of other things to really make the most out of that hour or hour and a half. Because if you are going to limit yourself to once or once every three months, you want to make the most out of it. It's it's really, really beneficial overall for your health and mental sanity. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Do you get offended when people start snoring? Because I know I've done that a time or two. No, it's the biggest. <laughs> it's it's definitely a compliment. Good, like if someone good. falls asleep on my table, that means I have gotten them into a state of relaxation, which is the whole point yeah. of being there. And if you can be completely relaxed butt naked in the room with somebody rubbing your body (laughs) that's a pretty good thing (laughs) that is a pretty good thing so i've always said like i think i could make an entire like a massage would be perfect to me if you just rubbed my head hands and feet Mm -hmm. is there something to that is there are those like reflexology because i know there's some people don't want you to touch their head or don't like their feet touched or yeah so the heads hand the head hands and feet um they are very nervous areas. You have a lot of nerve endings. Just the sensory. Uh, And it's also a point of where you hold a lot of stress and you don't even know it. So your hands, you're constantly working with your hands all day. You're either typing or you're manipulating stuff. And even if you don't have like arthritis or anything in your joints, you don't realize the amount of tension that builds up in your hands. Um, And especially think about when you're stressful or when you have stress going on, your hands will tend to clench up. And it's so relaxing when you get your hands Mm -hmm. massaged. Um, Your scalp is another place that you don't realize that you might hold tension. But furrowing your eyebrows when you're stressed out or um, you are clenching your jaw or something like that, your scalp is also tensing up at the same time. Mm. So, and stress can be a lot of different things too. It's not just 
you know, I've had a long day at work and I'm stressed out. Stress can be from anything as little as someone irritated you six hours ago and you're still (laughs) holding on to it and you don't even realize it all the way down to like deep emotional stress that you haven't dealt with for 20 years. And it just holds in those areas. And that's something that, you know, coming in on a regular basis and just allowing yourself an hour or so to relax for a minute, it can help long-term as well. And environmental stress too, I'm sure. Like we eat like crap, we drink like crap, you know, I live on Diet Coke. Exactly. And not staying hydrated, those kinds of things. Those things affect your stress level as well. What, um, what is your favorite? Like what we skipped over this part, but what made you go into massage? Like what draws you to that? So I actually have a history with massage. Um, my, uh, husband, is actually the one who kind of pushed me into that. Um, when because I met- he wanted free massages. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, um, we had a mutual friend, and she kind of, uh, she's a chiropractor, and so I went to see her for some stuff, and she was like, you know what, you kind of just strike me, someone who might be into body work. And so I was like, well, what do you mean by that? And she was like, I think you should maybe check out some of this literature that I have. So I started looking into it, and massage just kind of clicked. So I went into the massage school for the first time just to do an interview, see if it's something I wanted to do. And it just really grabbed me as far as the anatomy side of it. I'm very curious about how the body works, the kinesiology, all of that, and how it all affects everything else in the body. It's 100% connected. Um, then there's the more hippy dippy side of it, which is the mind, body, soul Mm -hmm. part of it, which is also interesting. And it's also, um, if you are having a hard time finding like what is really causing your neck to constantly go out of place or get locked up, every month and you just can't seem to get rid of it and there's no real cause for it like your posture is fine or you aren't throwing your back out with work or whatever it might be something that you're dealing with on a mind body soul level and that's something that you could possibly bring up to us and we could have a conversation about how to not only de-stress during your hour getting a massage but you can also de-stress with like possibly yoga or meditation or something like that outside of the massage room. But when I finally got into massage school and I was seeing myself touch the people and they were leaving with huge smiles on their faces, that's what really grabbed me. I don't think that there's another profession where you have such gratification afterwards. A single hour with someone and they are like, gosh, I wish I could stay here for another hour. I agree. Yeah. Um, but it can also be a very emotional experience. Like I've had massages where I left with a big old smile, like I feel so much better. I've had massages where I've had like moments of just complete clarity and inspiration mm-hmm. because I you know, was able to relax and turn everything else off for a minute. But I've also had massages where I just broke down in tears. Like there was some emotional release that happened not from talking at all, but just like, I don't know, I'm crazy, but. No, I mean, the the weight on your shoulders is, can be seen as literal rather than figurative. So uh, 
if you are holding the weight of some emotional stress on your shoulders and then we actually get a physical release from it, you might also have an emotional release from it. It's like it. very common to see that. But that is probably gratifying as a massage therapist mm-hmm. too, to be able to provide that. Yeah. Um, because I think one thing we have mi- we missed in 2020 was physical touch. Yes, mm-hmm. for it sure. It is so important. Mm-hmm. And it's been my gravest concern, not, you know, I'm sure people will scoff at me for this being a physician, but there's a high price to pay for isolation, mm-hmm. for not having touch, for not having contact, for not um, seeing smiles and having interaction with other people. There's a high price to pay for that. I'll just mm-hmm. leave it at that. For sure. It's important. So if in 2021 you do anything for yourself, go get a massage. Yes. Yes. And shameless plug, Spa 316 has, <laughs> has the greatest. Best. The best. For you, sure. You ladies are phenomenal. We're blessed to have you on our team. So Ashley, thank you for coming on today. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any last thoughts that you want to share with people on massage? I would like to share that massage is a preventative medicine but there's not many preventative medicines out there that feel this good like going and working out not that great (laughs) (laughs) Uh, taking your vitamins every morning yeah you don't want to have to swallow those pills but you will want to continue coming back and getting your preventative medicine with massage i love it i I love it thank you ashley for coming on thanks until next time y'all stay healthy bye